0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of Night Off Podcast. Uh, I am Alex. I am joined by my two best friends and co hosts, Derek and Walsh. Uh, now, I wanted to talk about the goddamn da- Royal Rumble. I wanted to talk about the Netflix deal. I wanted to talk about The Rock joining the board of TKO. I wanted to speculate about the WrestleMania card, and I wanted to finish our goddamn tier list. But no, Vincent Kennedy McMahon turns out to be an even bigger, abhorrent monster than I ever even thought. Um, Yeah. I don't know how much detail we can get into this with the allegations because I'm pretty sure it's against the term of the service of YouTube and every other platform that we're on. Uh, Before we get. It depends on how we word it. It depends on how we word things. It depends on how we word word it well. Yeah. We won't word it well. Uh, I'm going to be putting links in the description for the original Wall Street Journal article and the court document, And also, if you or anyone you know has been a victim of sexual assault, help is available. You can visit the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network website or contact Rains National Helpline. The number is 1-800-656-HOPE. Uh, But this is all too horrible to not talk about, and the more you read, the worse it gets. This, I mean, this is only a couple of days old, and it is dominating. Like, every discussion you can have about the wrestling industry, and, I mean, it's just Vince being the biggest piece of shit imaginable.
1: Yeah, I mean, it also proves that, you know, rich people are just... Awful, awful human beings. Just yeah. awful human beings. There is the, no the, the depth good of depravity. No. No. And like the depths of depravity that Vince himself is willing to go. It's insane. Uh, my my heart, and I believe I speak for everyone here, our hearts go out to the victim and other victims mm-hmm. of Vince and his cohorts. Alleged, obviously, with the stuff going on, but even if just a fraction of this is true, she is a monster.
0: Yes, a monster. all this is still very fresh allegations. We just know what's in the text of the civil uh, suit that has been laid against mm-hmm. uh, Vince, uh, John Laurinaitis, and World Wrestling Entertainment LLC. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. More now, is going to come to light, obviously, as this comes forward, as things come come out, but. Uh, like, this is only two, three days old as time of recording, so mm-hmm. things are still very fresh in uh, in the news sphere, and a lot of stuff's going to come out before we can actually have the puzzle pieces all together.
0: Yeah. Uh, I th- think we should just get into just, like, the timeline of events that we can speak to right off the bat. Uh, this suit came to light on... Uh, was it, like, just a few days ago? Uh, and as of Friday night, the, Vince is gone from TKO.
1: So yeah, that was about, was either, like, a,
0: a full day for this to simmer, basically.
1: It was either the 25th of January 2024 or the 24th of January 2024
0: that Yeah, this I'm started coming out. I'm going to pull up the court document just for my own reference. Yeah. The document of, uh, the suit was filed on the 25th.
1: Okay. The 25th. Okay. And yeah. it's filed in Connecticut, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, where WWE headquarters is actually out of. So. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it's,
0: it, it's, it's also, uh, Vince's like home resident state.
1: Okay. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is uh, this is pretty crazy, but it also also ties back into was it the 2022 investigation that went nowhere? Yeah, that WWE did the internal investigation. So, well, I wonder so if that's fully tied into this, or if there's more victims that we're going to be finding out soon.
0: That is a key point to why uh, a lot of this came to light. Now, the 22 uh, investigation into Vince and his alleged uh payoffs of victims. Mm-hmm. Uh that was done not it was done internally, but they also brought in an outside third party law firm to head that investigation. Okay. Uh okay. part of the suit alleges that uh the victim, uh Miss uh, Janelle Grant, was never contacted by anyone in this investigation. Uh, She was not offered to give her a quote, a story, a point of view, any information whatsoever.
1: Nothing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Now, that suit did, or uh, that investigation did find that he, and I say he, uh, Vince, had paid off millions of dollars using company funds for women that he had assaulted, had relations with, uh, coerced into signing NDAs, and so forth. Uh, Some of the key points that I think we need to talk about is uh, the victim, uh, Miss Grant. Uh, This started in 2019. Uh, She was living in a building that Vince McMahon owned a penthouse in. And okay. she was dealing with uh, the bereavement of the loss of both of her parents, who she was providing full-time uh, end-of-life care for, and was dealing with their bankruptcy. Uh, so she was unemployed, looking for gainful employment, uh, struggling, to say the least. And Yeah, and
1: a victim that's easily impressionable in that moment. Yeah. Because... Their weak emotionally and mentally because of everything going on.
0: Yeah, and she Predator stuff. Yeah, she was uh, basically introduced uh, Vince via someone that she trusted, the building manager of where she lived, uh, with the hopes of being able to gain employment through Vince at WWE. And right away, this is where the grooming and manipulation and abuse, frankly, started. Uh, right off the bat, he made promises of a job, started showering her with gifts in initial meetings that were supposed to be about the job. He greeted her in his underwear, repeatedly asked for hugs, uh, gave details about his personal life and his uh, marital Struggles, you could say, whatever you know, Carney bullshit. He fed this poor woman. Um, it really ramped up very quickly from her being given essentially a nothing position at WWE. Uh, it was basically a title only, do no work uh, position where the only thing that she dealt with was described as an overwhelming assault of harassment from Vince in the form of text messages, uh, verbal communications and very rapidly this turned into full-on assault. Um I real quick. Yeah. This Now, I know
1: that abusers tend to have patterns. This mm-hmm. sounds like a case that is a pattern that he has done many times before. Yes. There is no way there is no way this was all the first time. There's no way. No shot. That'd be full cab. Full cap. There's yeah. no way. He... Now, Go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just no, real it, mad.
0: It, as well we should be because this is... We are talking about assault. We are talking about Textbook rape. We are talking mm-hmm. about flat out torture of what Vince did to this person. Um, it it's hard to read the actual allegations in the court document itself because it is flat out horrific, and it it it's 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 a horror movie. It's a straight out hor- straight up horror movie of abuse, manipulation, torture, and dehumanizing this poor person, Miss Grant. Um, who
1: deserved none of this. No. None of this. Simply looking for help in a situation where she was struggling. And yes. He decided to take advantage of her. In the worst ways possible. The worst ways possible.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, some of the Key points uh, from the suit is there are screenshots of uh, text messages between Vince and the victim, which, uh, you know, are very easy to hopefully verify for the sake of the victim here. Um, one from May uh, 2020 read, I'm the only one who owns and controls who I want to fuck you. Um, really, the other parties involved are just as despicable. There are very few named uh, other parties involved. John Laurinaitis being the only other one, I think, by name other than the others who are alleged to involve. There are some executives who had knowledge, uh, Describes at least one of them who is no longer with the company. Uh, another person involved uh, but not named is a personal physician to Vince, I believe, a physical therapist or something along that nature. Uh, and and yeah, and someone described as exactly this person, except for by name, a WWE superstar and UFC fighter. Who the Wall Street Journal flat out says is Brock Lesnar. The suit doesn't name Brock, but by all purposes, all intents, it's Brock. It is I mean,
1: let's look at the timeline here. Yeah. The, there's only two two wrestlers, right, that have mm-hmm. gone into the UFC. CM Punk and Brock Lesnar. Where, Where was CM Punk during this time?
0: Uh during this time, this is right around uh, this is after it, he left. Th- this is well after, after he Yeah.
1: well after he left. So there's no way. There's no way it's CM Punk. There's no way. So who's the only other person that could be a UFC fighter? I I know they didn't name him by name. Yeah. But it's Brock Lesnar.
0: It's the only other UFC fighter with WWE who is on a very, you know, high-end contract basis. For appearances I mean the only other ones I can think of is you've got uh, yeah,
1: like
0: Rhonda, Rhonda Matt Riddle it, and uh, Shayna Baszler mm-hmm. uh, Ken Shamrock's another you know wild possibility but he's he's on like he hasn't been involved with the WDE much other than like a yeah. legends contract he's not making appearances
1: yeah. I mean it, it, it's not Rhonda there's no way no. Rhonda has her own beef going on potentially mm-hmm which which we might talk about in a future episode if anything else comes to light about that. Yeah. Uh, it, it has to be Brock. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, if it's not, then, you know, because it's all a legend.
0: A legend, yes.
1: At, at the moment, because there is no specific name. But I'm, I'm sorry, gun to your head. Gun to your head. Who do you think it is?
0: Because I'm going
1: to vote Brock.
0: I'm going to vote Brock. He's... He's the kind of guy that, from what the suit alleges, fits the description.
1: Uh-huh. Not only that, not only that, but this is fresh off of, we're all fresh off of the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Brock was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble, and he was not. Yeah. He was replaced by, um, uh, what's his face from NXT? Um, Braun? Braun. Thank you, Braun.
0: See, I suspect um, the Pat McAfee spot in the Rumble was where Brock was supposed to be inserted.
1: Which is also, it could, it could be there, too. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah. Uh, but not a good look if he's not jumping in. You know what I mean? No, like, I mean... It, it doesn't too mean much heat. he's involved, but, like, it doesn't look good. So...
0: no, and... I mean, it's... I... I'm too disturbed to not say that, from what it appears to be in here, like Vince planned on trafficking this victim to Brock Mm -hmm. in order to get him to re sign with WWE in uh, 2021. Yes. Um, Yes.
1: And this was not the first time that he had trafficked her out, allegedly, to. People. Yeah, this John is being the
0: key just, person that uh, he frankly used her as currency for.
1: Yes. And it makes me wonder what other companies and such, uh, what other like CEOs and the like have had this favor done with them. Because I have a feeling this well goes real freaking deep. Real deep.
0: Yeah. Like, this is
1: only the beginning
0: the Saudi Arabia deal like who's to say that Vince wasn't trafficking women in order to secure those billions of dollars
1: mhm let's make yep. wild conspiracy theories
0: wild conspiracy theories oh boy yeah how deep um, can it go
1: I, I unfortunately i feel like this is just the beginning of the the damn bursting man like yep. i feel like we're going to start seeing some crazy stuff come to light now cuz there like the craziness that is in this again allegedly, but if even a fraction of this is true, just a fraction, he is a monster, and everyone involved, equal status, monster.
0: Yeah. Um, The one detail that I am uh, concerned most about, that is one of the parts of the allegation that I find both, not just disturbing, but also question on where it actually lies is Vince uh, allegedly told the victim that he would share her videos and uh, photos with other staff at WWE uh, people who worked backstage, uh, members of the crew. I am concerned for two reasons. If Vince was actually doing that then even more people are involved than we know. If Vince was just using as a power play, I could also see that being valid. Uh as a way of to exert his control over the victim. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's let's look at both sides of this coin. Of yeah. This coin here. So if he if he's actually doing it, that's that's revenge porn status. Yeah. At the bare minimum, bare minimum. Let alone this can be seen as straight blackmail. The other side of the coin is blackmail. Mm-hmm. That's and that's still legal. Like it's not gray mail; it's blackmail. Yeah, and it should be tried in a court of law for for what he's done.
0: Now, if, that's it, something that's important here. This is a civil this, case.
1: Yes, yes, but that does not mean that it won't lead to criminal charges. Civil cases do sometimes lead to criminal charges. We are yeah. still well within the bounds of the statute of limitations, I believe, for stuff like this. Oh, yes. I think it's 20 years.
0: Yes, and uh, I think it's important for uh, people who aren't familiar with how our court system and justice system work, the reason why a civil case is being used in this instant by the victim is because when you're dealing with someone as rich and as powerful as Vince McMahon, a criminal case is much harder to get justice for for a victim of uh, these types of crimes. Uh, When it comes to any sort of abuse or flat out rape in this case, uh, Mm -hmm. the criminal justice system fails way more times than they succeed. Her chances of getting justice in the criminal system is slim to numb. Vincing jail time from a case like that and having to deal with any sort of repercussions are a slap on the wrist compared to what she could get out of uh, in form of punishment from a civil case. The lower the standard for uh, you know proving someone is liable in a civil case is much lower than we are getting guilty out of a criminal case, and that's why you're seeing this. Be a civil case and not a criminal case, and I think that's an important distinction to be made. Yeah, yes. in a criminal cases beyond a reasonable doubt. Yes, in a civil cases, it's something to do with like a preponderance of evidence, mm-hmm. which is yes. like, a much lower standard. Yes, yeah. yeah the standard is: now, can this person be liable for this? Now,
1: basically, there's many reasons as well why you might not see a criminal case come to light with some with some, uh, some victims when they do decide to actually sue. And that's because time has passed, evidence mm-hmm. is gone. It's a lot harder to prove after time has passed because a lot of victims are afraid to come out, yeah. which understandably so, because our society does not it, it does not respect the victim, potential victim, typically. I know there was the Me Too movement and everything, mm-hmm.
0: but there out. was huge
1: backlash there was huge backlash still about it. And it's unfortunate. Like what's so hard about believing the victim until, unless obviously evidence comes to light that is the opposite, but why is it so hard for us to believe the victim? I don't understand that because something like this could have come out much sooner, much sooner. I Um, mean, I understand she, I know she signed an an NDA. I, mm -hmm. I understand that. Um, which doesn't matter when, when you, when you're doing criminal activity, NDAs don't mean crap. No. They don't mean crap. And he breached the NDA first by not paying her. I know he alleged, uh, that she breached by leaking information. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. He just didn't want to pay her the, the extra 2 million. Cause I think it was 3 million that was agreed. And yeah. only a million was paid out, which yes. is part of the reason why she's coming forward as well. Um, yeah.
0: Another part is she is hoping to, or at least her and her representation hope that this will lead to more of the victims speaking out and coming mm-hmm. forward and encouraging them to tell their stories uh, that is their one of their goals.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think, I, again, I think I speak for everyone. Mm-hmm. Stand up, speak out. This is the time. You yeah. know, stand strong like we're all behind you yeah this man's a monster at least I believe he is
0: I mean that's a good way to uh sort of segue to some of the previous allegations against Vince um it was I want to say yeah it was 92 um uh former referee Rita Chatterton uh she worked for the WWF in the 80s uh she was the first female referee for the WWF, uh, possibly in the entirety of professional wrestling. She was the first referee. Um, in the, the 90s, she uh, made an appearance on uh, Geraldo Rivera's show that he had, yeah. uh, and she claimed in uh, July 16th of 1986 uh, McMahon tried to force her to perform oral sex on him in his uh, limousine. When he refused, when she refused, uh, he flat out raped her. Um, this was Vince saying, "If you want to get your paycheck, and it was some exorbitant amount, you're gonna do this." And then he forced himself upon her. Uh. Sh- This was corroborated, uh, I think, in 2022 uh, by another individual. But uh, there were several times in the 90s and early 2000s that uh, Rita Chatterton spoke out against Vince. Uh, I don't believe there was any sort of... Settlement beyond a We don't know the amount It was Vince's lawyer that said they are settling To avoid the cost of the litigation uh,
1: Which means he hit the right number
0: Yeah And probably jail time Yeah
1: uh-huh. uh,
0: It is known that she was seeking oh, Like almost 12 million dollars in her suit uh, Yeah In uh, 2006, at a tanning place in Boca Raton, Florida, uh, Vince is alleged to have uh, shown photographs of himself uh, to one of the workers there and uh, groped them. Uh, Initially, it was uh, dismissed by the public because that was the same day as the Royal Rumble, but the detail that was uh, missed on that aspect of it was the police report was filed the day of the incident itself happened the day before. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay. But uh, it was reported that no charges would be filed uh, against McMahon as a result of the investigation there. So he got not away. Not enough to go on. Yeah, not enough to go on, yeah. apparently. Um, the other more recent one was in 22, where there was uh sexual misdog conduct claims all the way dating back to 2006 that was investigated uh, by the board and the outside party. Uh, that did lead to them discovering 12 million dollars being paid out by the company at the direction of Vince to cover these up. Uh, the only uh, thing that we really saw of that was John La. I just stepped down. He's remained quiet since then. Uh, Vince also stepped down, but then he forced his way back into the company uh, via coup. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, what was it, 17.6 million, I think he paid back to WWE for these payouts or whatever and the, the cost payouts, of
0: investigation. Cost of yeah. investigation, yeah.
1: It's not enough. It's no, not it, enough.
0: It's not. Um like why was nothing
1: done? about this then. Why I I understand that the the WWE as an entity does not want the bad publicity from this. Yeah. But wouldn't it have looked so much better for the WWE who have stood up for these women during this time and said, no, we're not gonna take this. He needs to get the fuck out.
0: Well they did initially. I mean they did they forced him out and when he forced his way to come back in the people that were involved in WWE who did not want him there, uh, you know, his own daughter Stephanie, his son in law Trips, they all voted against him returning to the board. But at that point in time, uh, WWE's majority shareholder was still Vince, and they were bound by the bylaws of the company and did everything they could and could not prevent it. Uh, Stephanie did leave the company immediately after. Uh, because okay, of it, that's
1: good. That's good. Um, that's real good.
0: It seems uh, I, yeah. Triple H has stayed just so he can maintain some control over the company and try and prevent Vince from being the complete disaster person that he is.
1: That's at least a plus. Then uh, I'll yeah. give him credit for that. I <sighs> pisses me off though. It's just like, come on! Like this is absolutely disgusting.
0: Yeah. Like, difference... I know he ended up. Go ahead, go yeah, ahead. I would say the, the difference now is with the merger and the formation of TKO Group has led to Vince no longer being majority shareholder. So they had 30,
1: 30 percent, 31 percent or something like, like that.
0: that. Yeah. Now, it's really been kind of dangerous from what I've been reading about the. Articles of Incorporation, they essentially had to force Vince to resign voluntarily. The only way Vince could lose his seat was death or resignation uh, from the Articles of Incorporation. So, Of course. Yeah, him resigning, he was forced out. I don't know what they had to do in order to force him to resign, but they found a way to do it.
1: Uh, I have a feeling there's more skeletons and they know of some of these. And they're, yeah. like, they, they're using it against them. They mm-hmm. had to have. They had to have. There's no yeah. way. There's no way.
0: Now, uh, there are some other uh, less talked about events that aren't directly Vince being a complete... Like, not physically involved, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, in... The early 90s, uh, it was at uh, 92, there were various uh, allegations of sexual misconduct. Uh, people at the center of this was uh, Pat Patterson, who was the head of wrestling operations, his right-hand man, Terry Garvin, uh, and the ring announcer and ring crew chief, Mel Phillips. Uh, the broad allegations uh, essentially pointed to the three of them engaging in what is described as a casting couch culture with male wrestlers and other personnel. Um, one of the it being uh, Phillips used his job to groom and molest uh, was described as ring boys, uh, young uh, wrestler wrestling fans and hopefuls who worked as day laborers and as uh, crew members setting up the ring at, when they were traveling in you know, whatever, you know, local county or city.
1: So you say, you say boys, do you mean boys or do you just mean like, that's just like the moniker?
0: That's the moniker. Um, I don't have any information on how old, uh, the victims were. Uh, all of them resigned. Uh, Patterson came back with, uh, some of the most vocal accusers being discredited. Um, um, but this is one of those things where most of it kind of just fell by the wayside and was covered up. The guys involved that didn't come back to WWE just disappeared from public life. Uh, it's, I hope they're having good lives, the uh, the victims. Yeah. Um, I believe there's a Dark Side of the Ring episode about one of the victims. Uh, his name is uh, Tom Cole. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can read more about it uh, if you are so inclined to read the details it's another instance of things being horrible um it's alleged that Vince had full knowledge of these events and did nothing to prevent them or to protect these people
1: because why would he what yeah. what, what why would it that why would he do that because that's what good people do
0: yeah um one of the more disturbing events uh, that doesn't get talked about uh, relates to Ashley Massaro. Um, she was brought into WWE during the Raw 2005 uh, Diva Search. Uh, she left the company in 2008 under the guise of uh, to take care of her sick daughter. Um, she later on became a radio DJ until her death in 2019. Uh, it wasn't revealed until uh, 2021 that her she had comm- committed suicide. Um, the reason I feel yeah, the reason I feel it's important to uh, bring her up is she filed an affidavit in 2016 as part of a class action lawsuit against WWE uh, this class action suit was related to WWE not providing safety or training to prevent people from dealing with long term physical damage and concussions and uh, I'll be honest. The class action suit itself is weak, very weak. There wasn't much that they really had as far as uh, ways that they can provide evidence that WWE is solely responsible. The other wrestlers involved uh, worked for other companies. There was, you know, we're talking big time jumps here. Uh, There was a lot of people involved and unfortunately not the best put together case, which led to it being dismissed. Um, okay. The reason I bring up Ashley Massaro in particular, though, is because in her affidavit, there is a even more horrifying uh, allegation. The affidavit itself was dated November 1st, uh, 2017, and in it, she uh, recounts her career in WWE, how she wasn't trained uh, properly at all, uh, even though she requested it multiple times, attempted to train herself uh in her free time like the two days off a week that she wasn't working for WWE. she was trying to learn how to wrestle in order to you know, be safe. Um yeah yeah of course
1: because safety is like the number one concern.
0: Yeah. Uh she Should was be. Be. yeah uh she was quite popular uh which led to her and uh three other uh WWE talent being selected in two thousand seven to go on a two-week tour overseas uh, to go do like, you know, support the troops tour basically in Afghanistan, Kuwait, and Saudi Arabia. Um, the other people that uh, traveled with her was uh, Maria Canellis, Ron Simmons, Jimmy Hart, and then uh, Gary Hart was there as sort of like their supervisor and uh, there to be a support role during this tour. Now, they uh, arrived initially and uh, Masaro, uh, she attributes it to her being lighter skinned, having light colored eyes, uh, was harassed by the general public there in, uh, I believe they started in Afghanistan, maybe. Um okay. But, you know, despite wearing a burqa, she received a lot of harassment. When they arrived in Kuwait, um, She started suffering from menstrual cramps, wanted to take a break in the Humvee uh, in between sort of like, you know, their duties as part of the tour.
1: The soldiers
0: there uh, were insisting she was suffering from dehydration and to take her to the nearby base in Kuwait. Um, She insisted that she'll be fine. She just needs some time. But no, they no, we're going to take you to sick bay. They got her there you know, put an IV in her arm to get her hydrated and let her rest. Uh, eventually the rest of the people from WWE that were part of her crew, uh, went to lunch or something like that and had to make other stops, you know, make some meet and greets and so forth. So she was left alone for several hours. Uh, and she was told that she had to wait for the doctor to see her before she'd be you know, free to go and make mm-hmm. sure you know she's not in any danger. Um, What happens next is truly horrifying. A uh, self-identified army doctor uh, enters into where she is laying down and recovering along with another self-identified female soldier. He immediately administers an IV to her other free arm and they move her to what is not a treatment room. Uh, She has trouble identifying because this uh, apparent army doctor uh, administers a paraplegic to her, and she is uh, temporarily paralyzed, still fully conscious. Um, the female soldier uh, provides guard duty, and the uh, apparent army doctor proceeds to f- straight-up rape her uh, and sodomize her over the course of what she describes as an internal hell that felt like at least hours Um, This goes on for an unknown amount of time, exactly. Uh, It is disrupted by Gary Hart pounding on the door and forcibly entering his way and attempting to enter the room. Uh, They leave her nude, cover her with a dirty quilt, and let Gary Hart into the room dismissing his questions, storming out of the room as he is trying to find answers and just discovering this uh, horrible situation. They leave. Oh, no. They're, no. they're gone. Uh, Gary immediately uh, wraps up Miss Masaro in a blank in the quilt, uh, loads her up in a Humvee, and takes her back to her hotel room. Uh, she is still limp, uh, unable to move of her own power at this point in time. He tells her to call him as soon as she can move or respond, uh, and he leaves to go get uh, essentially the rest of the talent and inform them of the situation. Uh, Maria Kanellis is uh, probably the, one of the first people to talk to Miss Massaro as soon as she is able to you know, talk under her own power and move under her own power. She's still quite uh, groggy, messed up, and so forth. Miss um, Massaro says that Canellis was very kind to her, very comforting, able to, you know, sort of reassure her at this point in time. Uh, but unfortunately, due to the circumstances of them being on this tour and moving forward, they uh, are not able to administer a rape kit and... Frankly, the logistics team screw up Miss Massaro's uh, travel plans. Uh, initially, the rest of the group have been sent back home stateside, and they don't have a ticket for her. Uh, she's able to ensure her own travel back home with a travel agent friend, and she gets back to the states uh, on her own, Uh She is met by WWE physician Dr. Rios, who she doesn't know if he just knew by looking at her, if someone informed him of uh, what happened. But he is the first person to sort of like take stock of what happened to her. And he informs Kevin Dunn, John Laurinaitis, Vince, and several other executives um, are informed, and then company lawyers are informed, and so on of what happened to her. Uh, this leads to a meeting where she recounts the events to the assembled group of people who were informed, and Vince basically tells her, urges her, basically coerces her not to make this information public. Uh, he wants it to her to stay. Completely confidential to not ruin the good working relationship WWE had with the U.S. military. Of course. Yeah. Because
1: recruitment numbers matter more and money matters more.
0: Yeah. She described it as this was decided before this meeting ever took place. She knows that um, Vince is just looking at his bottom line, his public perception. He doesn't care about her as a person. Um, war crime. Yeah. I would and, have
1: committed fucking war crimes.
0: And Miss Masaro said, like, one of the reasons that she didn't follow through with, you know, following any sort of report or anything like that is because uh, she felt powerless, number one. And number two, she knew she was kind of uh, up against the wall. She wouldn't be able to identify her attacker Uh It was impossible for her to get a rape kit administered. There was no physical evidence. It was basically her word against the U.S. military. Of course. And WWE. But, yeah, she found no support, no counseling, no therapy was ever suggested to her. Uh, So it's no surprise that, you know, she left the company shortly after, unfortunately for her. Um, Probably one of the more tragic stories in the history of the business, and one of the more terrifying ones, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's just. I- I'm so mad right now. I'm I'm so mad. Like I want to just rip that freaking doctor's throat out. Yeah, that man deserves to die slowly. Yeah, slowly. That freaking guard deserves to die slowly. Mm-hmm. It- this is not right. They deserve to pay at least. Like, this isn't, this isn't cool. Like, no.
0: And unfortunately, I and mean, for, we're talking... For, it's impossible God. to identify them. This is the of course. Of course.
1: And if their bitch asses ever watch this, like, you're pieces of shit. You deserve the worst. You deserve yeah. the worst day ever. And Vince, fuck you too. All you cared about was the money? All yeah. you, this was a human being who suffered one of the most traumatic experiences you could probably ever suffer.
0: Yeah, And all you could think
1: about was your bottom line.
0: Yeah, this is an instance of, once again, Vince McMahon being the biggest monster possible. Um, It's why I have so much believability in the allegations that are currently levied against him, is because he has a history of being a terrible person just the worst, like, he is, he is more a monster than a man. Like if you graph it out, it's a steady rise of, hey, I'm gonna be shittier and, shittier and shittier and shittier and shittier, and there's no slowing down. Yeah. I
1: mean, let's look at his on-screen antics, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I believe also leads into the allegations being more credible. The way that uh, last week, when we watched the, uh, the Trish Stratus thing, Mm-hmm. Where he's making out for Stratus and going deep down her freaking throat the entire time, yeah, like there's no way he 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 only sees women as meat, meat yeah. to have fun with,
0: yeah, he sees them as objects of his personal property. that's the way he he sees other human beings and women in particular. he is just the most abhorrent actions and behavior. You can imagine.
1: Which I think gives more credibility to one part of the allegations that I've that are, that have popped up now, Mm -hmm. where he uh, forced, forced her to perform uh, sexual acts after he defecated on her.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And this was, if allegations are true, went on for hours. Yes. And he would not let her clean herself. This is absolutely degrading. I feel so sorry for you, Janelle, Miss Grant. Uh, Everyone should feel sorry for the victim in this situation. Because again, and I know I've said it multiple times now, but if even just a fraction of this is true, he is a monster. Yeah. A monster, regardless of any other allegations.
0: Regardless. He is, like, he is straight up, Trafficking, torturing, and abusing this one victim that we are aware of to such an extreme degree, this is beyond most people's nightmares what she had to endure.
1: Which means there is no possible way this is the first frickin' time he's done this. No. There is no way he's this good at it his very first time. Is it possible? Sure the probability of that is slim to nil Mm -hmm. slim to nil this pattern of behavior here that he of how he degraded her was a gradual growth over time type of crap there's no way this is his first time he had to have learned this over time of doing it to others Mm -hmm. there's no way
0: um i anticipate there will be more stories in the future that come to light I also anticipate we will find out more as the lawsuit itself progresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the representation of Ms. Grant has said that the evidence that they are compiling for this suit—this uh, is just the tip of the iceberg. As yeah, far there's as, there's
1: no way there's there's no way that it's like all there is. There's no yeah. way this is because usually when it comes to stuff like this. You get piecemeal evidence regardless. Yeah. Um, But with what we've gotten so far, this is nuts.
0: Yeah. um, This is nuts. I'll be completely honest. From what I know about civil suits and for something of this scale, as far as the seriousness of the allegations the discovery period is going to upend the entirety of WWE Um, because WWE is a named defendant in the suit Mm -hmm. they are going to find out who knew what and when they knew and what they did and that will if things go much farther than they already have we are looking at a clean house of WWE after this possibly
1: which is not a bad thing. But yeah. disclaimer, audience, do know that when it comes to situations like this, the defense is going to exhaust every single option that mm-hmm. they have to not only stall this out, because they're going to try and stall it out as much as possible. This could be a couple years down the road before Discovery actually finishes, depending on oh, how Trump. lenient the judge Trump is. Cough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you what? What I mean? Otherwise. Oh, sorry. Right. Well, yeah. that's the other end of it. Are they? Could they end up pulling a Giuliani and say, oh, yep, we're at fault. We don't want to give up Discovery because they don't want more shit coming out.
0: Um, it's entirely possible. This is one of those things that could go multiple different directions. Um, we could see the federal case uh, gain new steam against Vince. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that is a bit of a... Uh, bright light for the victim is Vince's longtime attorney. Uh, I believe his name is uh, Jerry McDevitt is no okay. longer representing Vince. He is retired. Um, he retired recently and he is probably the most powerful weapon Vince has in his arsenal when it comes to uh, legal matters. The man is a brilliant attorney. He He's the one who has gotten Vince away with a lot over the years when it comes to federal cases, civil cases, and so on. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure they're still represented by the same firm, but if you don't have as powerful as a legal mind as DeVette in your corner, that it gives me a little bit of hope that Vince is weaker now than he was before.
1: Yeah, well, speaking of of defense like that and having good lawyers, I need mean, Alex. You, you both probably know what I'm about to bring up, but oh, yeah. we're seeing that right now with the E. G. Carroll case that with the second verdict. Oh yeah, um, took only three hours mm-hmm. for the the jurors to decide that Trump was defaming her a second time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: going after his victim a second time. Oh yeah. So, I mean, with with stuff like this, you need to have good lawyers, and he had Haba. Yeah. Who couldn't even check a box for a different case to have a jury uh, trial
0: by jury, like who, who didn't follow the procedure is. to admit to introduce evidence? Like yes, yes. Had remarkable.
1: you go and re relearn how to introduce evidence correctly, how you ask the right questions? So I, I wonder, could could Vince McMahon pay enough to this guy for him to come out of retirement?
0: It's Vince. Look, he's got the money, and he is not shy about spending money, unlike Trump. Okay, Vince will spend money to protect. Oh yeah, well he
1: was at six six hundred seventy million he made off of selling his shares right before the deal. Oh, the man's got the man. The man's flush with cash right now. Yeah, prime prime for the taking. And Miss Grant, you take that fucking money. Yeah. You take that goddamn money. You, you've more than fucking earned it. You you deserve to live a quiet life where no one bothers you, mm-hmm. where you get to just have your own deal. I don't know, like, chill with your kids if you have kids and, like, chill with dogs and stuff. But you, you've you more than earned it.
0: Yeah. She has earned a long stay at a some sort of spa to recover. You know, one of those places where they provide counseling and care and she can finally rest. That's what... But I wish the best for her.
1: Yeah, literally, literally. And every other victim, too. Mm -hmm. Every other. I'm sorry, my voice is kind of gone a little bit uh, from me earlier. Yeah,
0: because it's. uh.
1: But yeah, I'm just that was off screen audience. I was really I'm really mad about all this. This stuff infuriates me. I'm trying to keep my cool. Um, Uh, This is not all about it. This is just not how you treat another human being, let alone any other person who want themselves to be treated. Like, yeah. come on. Infuriates me. Mm-hmm. Again, I know this is all allegations technically at the moment, but if even a fraction of this true is, is true, Vince, you can go fuck yourself.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's we another are...
1: part of it. But. Where uh, he named, uh, this is alleged again, but he named uh, uh, dildos after wrestlers that he would use yes. against the victim.
0: And used them so forcibly to uh, cause injury.
1: So, that, okay, so this is one of the things I've wondered about, because I don't know much about this when it comes to the law aspect. I wonder if you boys have any sort of mm-hmm. insight, but could that be considered a weapon at that point? Because It would be considered battery. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Would it be battery with a deadly weapon at that point? Because you could still kill someone with that, technically. You could. Um. So, I don't know. Throw the fucking book at him
0: Mm -hmm. when it comes
1: to the civil case. Because if he pleads the fifth in a civil case... Understand, audience, there's differences when it comes to how the law is viewed or has to be viewed by a juror and and the entire jury when it comes to either between a civil and a criminal case. Uh, in a criminal case, you are allowed to plead the fifth and have that not be seen against you as anything bad. But in a civil case, if you plead the fifth, the judge is allowed to instruct the jurors that they are allowed to take the preponderance of that as being malice on your end. Yeah. So when someone pleads the fifth during a civil case, it makes them look worse. And I have a feeling he's going to plead the fifth if he even takes the stand.
0: If he, I doubt he's going to take the stand. If he takes the stand, he will perjure himself into oblivion because I he's, don't think he is possible as a human being to admit fault. I don't think he yes. has that capacity.
1: The difference between a billionaire like, or a rich guy, I should say at least, like Vince McMahon, and a rich guy like Trump, because I don't think either are billionaires, or truly, like at least when, when it comes to, to paper, when it comes to cash flow. Mm-hmm. They might, they might, with assets and everything, be over a billion. But when it comes to like hard cash, I doubt they have a bill.
0: Yeah, his net but, worth is reported at two point eight billion.
1: Okay, and that's probably majority assets and shares and shit like that, mm-hmm. or was until he sold thirty percent of them or whatever. Yeah, but you need to hit these fuckers in the pocketbook. You, you have to. It's the only way to get them to fucking listen. It's the only they're, way to they're fucking not going to listen them. any other way. Yeah. And not only that, not only that, if you can hit him in the pocketbook, sure enough, with someone like Vince and like who is going to pay to appeal, of course, he's at least smart enough, I believe, over Trump to not take the stand. Yeah. Um, I believe he's smart enough to listen to his lawyers and not take the stand, not make snide comments, try and say shit towards the jurors. I think he'll be quiet as fuck. He might make faces.
0: He might bust out the neck brace.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, or he'll like he'll come in with fucking crutches and shit because his fucking quads fucking blew out again.
0: <laughs> uh, Fuck that God. guy!
1: Get raked over the coals, bitch! You deserve it.
0: He is allegedly allegedly the worst person to have ever existed. Um, allegedly, yeah. Now, oh, uh, post Rumble, there was the press conference. Um, I do
1: want to talk about this too. Yes.
0: Yeah, the question was brought up. Uh, as I had hoped, it wasn't the first question asked mm-hmm. like I expected, but it did get asked um, both to Cody and to uh, Trips. Um, yep. Cody got away with probably what I would say is the most their attorneys would probably allow them to say as far as mm-hmm. uh, being aware of it and the emotional response to it. Um, Trips was far more vague. uh Attempting to dodge the question entirely, instead insisting mm-hmm. that he wanted to focus on the positives yeah. of the week. Um, look, I'll be honest, I wouldn't expect anything more to come out of them. This is, yeah. they have to be careful. WWE is named in the suit. Anything they say yeah. could be, you know, admitted as fault or guilt to the case. Um, yep. It's the, unfortunately the smart thing, it's not the honest or moral thing but it is the smart thing to do as far as the legal sense is concerned, unfortunately.
1: So I've been thinking about this since watching these pressers. Uh, Uh um, And Cody nailed it. Like, don't get me wrong. I did not expect a full-blown answer from anybody about any of this. Don't get me wrong. It's right of of people to be asking still. Uh They should, and you should still. You need to be pressing their asses on this. So the gentleman who asked Triple H, uh, I commend you, brother, because you made that that question was perfect, brother. It was clean. It was mm-hmm. not in a mean, malice way. It was just, it was right there. It hit home. I think you did a great job. And unfortunately, Triple H did not step up to the plate for you. No, I, he wasn't going to give you a, a response, a real response, regardless. But when you look at both of them, both responses, Cody's and Triple H's, Cody came out on top on this because yeah. Cody was able to navigate the the drama in a legal way that gave you a non answer, but was still good enough to be like, hey, let's get back to the Rumble. Yeah. Triple H's i I don't know how he could unless he did unless he said something completely different. I don't think any way he the way he worded it then, I don't think there's any way he could fix it. It was just really bad.
0: No it was really what? bad what Triple H provided was something that was provided by attorneys. That is what yes. he went out there and spoke. That's what they gave him. This is like, this is what you're allowed to say. You're not allowed to say anything more. Uh, I mean, I could see on his face there was a lot brewing under yeah. and behind those eyes that he wants to say, but knows better to not say. Um, but also, mm-hmm. Triple H is a professional liar. Um, we've covered this before when we were talking about the Montreal Screwjob. We've covered this throughout his entire career. Triple H is... Yeah, he is the... He he can't not lie. He is a professional carny like every other wrestler. Mm -hmm. Um, Cody gave off the much more professional and endearing responses, but Triple H Mm -hmm. gave the, this is what... Are, I'm allowed to say corporate response. And that's uh, yeah. the sad truth of it.
1: Well, the one part, though, the one part of his response I did enjoy was his try to turn it around back to the Royal Rumble and the mm. great things that happened at the Rumble. Because I do want to admit, there was a good Rumble. Yeah. It was. Despite everything going on, it was a damn good Rumble. There was a lot of shit that I loved in it. Um, but the question has to be asked. And I'm glad it was. Real pretty quickly overall, mm-hmm. and it was done in such a manner. I don't remember the gentleman's name who asked it. Uh, he was on Twitter. I know he was un—he was unhappy with uh, with Paul's response. But
0: was it Brandon uh, Thurston from WrestleNomics?
1: It might have been. It might have. I don't remember the name. I, I have a picture of it somewhere. I might pop it up on screen if I remember to do it, audience. But yeah, uh, he was a little unhappy with Triple H's response. But I didn't expect anything from Triple H. Really, overall, and that was exactly what I got. And mm-hmm. uh I just I think he could have I think he could have towed the the tiptoed that, that um minefield a little bit better. It was a hard minefield to go through. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, Oh, it's such an easy thing to tiptoe around, but I think he could have done a better job. Yeah. I think Cody did successfully throw uh tiptoe through that minefield.
0: Oh, and I'm gonna say this. He was very careful with his words about uh, responding to whether or not he's read it, and he said he has not. Mm -hmm. And look, he could be flat out lying. I don't believe he's lying. I think for plausible deniability's sake, he did not read it. It's been a busy week for him in particular at the company. He probably went to one of his underlings and said, read this. Tell me what it says when you get a chance.
1: I wouldn't doubt, for legal reasons, the yeah. uh, lawyers said, do not read it because mm-hmm. we need you to have deniability. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. It would make sense if it when it comes to court, if he were to not have read it whatsoever, he can be more vague in the type of answers he gives.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just...
1: It's unfortunate, but, yeah, I, I... You need to hold him accountable. Like, don't, don't protect this man. I understand WWE needs to protect itself. I get that. Yeah. But I think WWE would look a lot better, TKO in general, would look a lot better if they played ball and did not try and stall shit out and actually went forward with Discovery without fighting it. Because if they show that they are standing with the victim as well, this Mm -hmm. could set a really good... And and go, go ahead and take this advice if you ever fucking watch this TKO, people, but... Like, you would look a lot better if you stand alongside the victim and work towards her getting her justice that she needs versus standing alongside Vince and fighting this. Yeah. I I understand you're a defendant. I get it. But if you show to the courts that you would rather have let the victim get her day, you're going to look a lot better in the long run.
0: A lot uh, better i'll say i think that's the direction that they're going simply because uh t k o uh t k o group holdings uh Initial response from their spokesperson was: "Mr. McMahon does not control TKO, nor does he oversee the day-to-day operations of WWE." While this matter predates our TKO's executive team uh, tenure at the company, we take Miss Grant's horrific allegations very seriously, and we are addressing this matter internally. That is corporate speak for we are not on the side of Vince McMahon whatsoever. Yes. We are going to burn him as fast as possible. Yeah, so I was. That's a memo of. We don't even fucking know that guy, okay?
1: Yeah. I've barely met the guy. I had a picture taken with him once. I don't even... I hire the best people. <laughs> He's not the best people.
0: <laughs> oh, hires man. the best Hires the best lawyers, yeah. But, yeah.
1: No, I, I, I'm glad... Thank you for bringing that up, by the way, because I was going to say that gave me the idea that they are going to go that route. And I mm-hmm. really hope they stick with that because it's going to look better in the long run for them regardless. Because if they stick by this man, more skeletons are going to keep coming out. Mm-hmm. And it's going to make them look worse and worse and worse. And it could tank everything by the end of it all.
0: And you know what? While we're at it and we're cleaning house here, um, can we rename the Warrior Award to like the Foley Award? Because fuck the yes. Ultimate warrior.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, I agree with that. And we'll Nicholas, always a
0: saint, uh, very specifically St. Nicholas.
1: Yes. Yes. We love you. Bam. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, again, for anyone that has ever been a victim or anything like that, we will have, uh, resources in the, mm-hmm. uh, for links in the description below. Yeah. Uh, please reach out. Our hearts go out to all of you. Um, you know, if you need to, you can always reach out to us as well.
0: Yep. Uh, we are not the best people to handle this by any means. No, in fact. But we will give you the resources. Yeah, we will do everything in our power to help you, though.
1: Straight yes. Straight up, we're a bunch
0: of chuckle are
1: we're, Yeah, yeah, we're knuckle draggers for sure, but we mm-hmm. will help
0: you get
1: to the resources you need for help.
0: Yeah. We, we do our Every best victim
1: deserves people. to be heard.
0: Yeah. And everything. really. Yes, and it, the only human, humane thing to do is to just treat each other like human fucking beings because that's what we are. Yes. Yes. I mean, Bill and Ted said it best. Be be excellent, excellent to each other. each other. Thank you. Thank um, you. But do you guys have any final thoughts um, that we should leave off on? Uh I'm gonna say, uh, 2K. You did Bailey dirty with uh, her Royal Rumble winner announcement on the social media. That that was mean. That character model was yeah. messed Aw. up.
1: You made her look like a grandma. Yeah. Like what you doing? Like Bailey looks good. Like yeah. I, especially like I, when I saw her out in the Rumble and everything. Like dude, she looked great. Yeah, look great. Why'd you gotta do her dirty like that?
0: That hair, like man, wow. it's messed up. It ain't right. It, it
1: was no, no, the same thing with the cheeks, the mm-hmm. way they did her cheeks, like she like a 60 year old, like what the fuck. Like, uh. come on now. So, uh, Rumble wise, uh, yeah. if like let's end on some positivity here, um, mm-hmm. uh, first, Janelle, uh, Miss Grant, get your bread, you just you more than deserve it, but yeah. Rumble S- wise,
0: secure that bag, um, uh,
1: seriously. I I love the Rumble. I will mm-hmm. say, despite the fact that the most memorable moment is still for me going to be Cody winning.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the women's Rumble was better than the men's. What's... Overall, yeah, I think LA that
0: fun.
1: I think overall from beginning to end there was more to the women's Rumble, which I am happy about, by the way, because mm-hmm. you know me. They we've I don't know how many episodes we've done so far. I forget at the moment because I'm still too angry to process my brain <laughs> to processing correctly. But I know I've brought up many times that WWE lets women wrestlers down, and they do. Yeah. But I think when it comes to the Rumble, they did a damn good job, and I think that should have been that could have very well been the closer. That could have been the end card. That's how yeah. good it was.
0: The and reason it wasn't come- is because of Cody, and you know that. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But Naomi coming back. Yeah. Uh, not only just an amazing entrance, she put on an amazing show. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Jade coming in. Oh my God, I love Jade. I've loved Jade since the first time I've watched her wrestle. Mm-hmm. And she did not disappoint coming in. She came in, looked at Neo, was like, I am that girl. And mm-hmm. threw her the fuck over. Bro, that yeah. lift up.
0: That they lift up. are high on Jade. They are treating her the way she should be treated. And yes. And I am excited for what they are going to do with her. I mean, they've kept her in the back for a while now. They've kept her training for a while now and it's i i'm excited to see the payoff for her cuz she has had I, superstar written on her since the beginning
1: like how, how do you mess with the real one you know what i mean mm-hmm. like she i'm sorry but she's got risk for days yeah as soon as she refines a lot of her skills she's she's going to be a fucking monster yeah a monster she, she's this gonna, is a, this is a woman who will be goat status by the end of her career for sure yeah she's going straight to the top Undeniable. She, her, her lift up of Nia, mm-hmm. her like, her even her exit from the ring. It took two WWE superstars to take her out, which set it up for some great shoots that are going to happen in the future. Because mm-hmm. she, this is what the other thing I love about her because I think they're trying to make her a heel. Okay. Yeah. I think they are going to end up ma- t- t- making her do a heel, uh, a heel play, and I'm used to her as as more of a face. And when she did that interview after the Rumble, it was so adorable because she's trying to be mean, but she couldn't help herself (laughs) and just be happy about this. I mean, come on. This was a great debut for her. How could she not be happy? It was hard for her to be mean. Mm -hmm. And I loved every moment. I loved every just as much as I loved seeing Cody cry.
0: Yeah. Cody deserved it. Finally.
1: Now, here's the question. Did he cry because of that or did he cry because he lost a tooth last night? Uh, did he lose a tooth? Right. Yeah, on. he lost a tooth. It got knocked uh-huh. out of his knocked out of his mouth. So the funny thing is, is that we're watching this, me and Christina, mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend, and she's like, what the heck did I just see fly through the air? I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't see nothing.
0: Usually it's dark. Darn up.
1: Yes, I'm thinking like it's something stupid or maybe it was like a light or something just looked weird. Right? No, sure enough, she goes on to the fucking, um, the... The, the fascist uh, bird fucking thing. And there's Cody lost a tooth last night.
0: Damn, Cody. Uh, look, from what we know about him, he wrestled with a full on torn peck. I doubt he was crying because he lost a tooth. Dude,
1: beginning, and not only that, Cody, amazing match by Cody. Mm-hmm. Like, and I knew CM was, I knew Punk was going to throw him over. There was no way Punk was not going to help Cody win this one. Oh, yeah. Like, like Punk's known for it. And Punk put on a great show, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to, like, deny it. Punk put on an amazing show. But I love the fact that he helped Cody go over on this. And yeah. it was a beautiful moment. And I think the ending was well-deserved. I think the pointing at Roman was perfect. I think Roman did a great job oh, yeah. of that moment, selling it. Uh I don't normally give Roman much respect, but much respect there, brother. Like One's you up. you did a great job. Yeah. For real. For real. Like uh but I, I do respect Roman Reigns. I, yeah. I really do. I know I give him shit, but I
0: actually do respect the guy a lot. Oh, uh, he's been great. He's undeniable. I d I wasn't
1: the, I wasn't the biggest fan of the four way. Yeah,
0: little uh, uh little, little dull. Yeah, a little dull. Um needed a little bit of something, you know. But I think think it's just because we all know that's not the that Roman's not dropping the belt there. That's what it was. There was the stakes felt too low for it. Yes,
1: but but I do think despite that, Randy stole the show on that that match. Yeah, Randy's fucking great. He fought through fought through the pain. I think they had to change up what they were going to do with his RKO because I think he was going to RKO AJ out of midair, and instead he had to do it from the rope because I don't think he trusted his arm. Yeah. which is fair because he did look actually injured. Um I, I don't know. Like, it was just, it was a good rumble overall, I'm not going to lie. I, I mm. was captivated from beginning to end. I was watching the women's uh stuff as I finished making dinner. We had Swedish meatballs. I made homemade Swedish meatballs, homemade gravy, mm. egg noodles, the like, delicious, and it just, uh, it, it, it paired perfectly. It yeah. paired perfectly, boys.
0: Um, yeah, I'm glad guy, guy that came running out during the women's royal run. Oh, R Truth. Yeah. R-Truth, dude. That was a beautiful
1: moment. Yes. Fucking that.
0: hysterical. Dude, my headcanon is uh, R Truth is a uh, time traveler out of time. Like, he's just constantly, like, it's like, a, what was it, Sliders or um, Quantum has- Leap? Like, he never knows uh-huh. where he's going to land in the timeline, and he's just trying to make his best happen here just go yep. with it just go with it just go that with behind
1: it. the scene where uh what's his face was like god i need a drink he's like it ain't time to drink yet <laughs> I like, yes i love you brother like Hit,
0: uh, him arriving was, to the arena being like happy wrestlemania everybody yeah coming into the men's royal rumble looking for a tag from dom <laughs>
1: I, yes oh oh my god i forgot about that he, he you know legal play legal yeah. play uh I think R truth definitely held his own. I think his exit was still great, regardless, yeah. even though it was too soon for me. Uh, there was a lot of introductions at this rumble and mm-hmm. and every single one was great. Uh uh what's his face? Uh in the men's um uh, uh omos was was good, was a good entrance. Yeah, I, I mean
0: I, I haven't seen him on screen in a while, uh but He's you know seven three. He looks amazing. Uh, I don't know like what that guy's ceiling is because he's you know he's a big slow moving giant. There's only so yeah. much you can do with that. Um,
1: I still I still think he made a good entrance though. Yeah. Um, his time in the ring I think was still good overall. He really played up the idea of like that he's n- near invincible,
0: mm-hmm. not
1: invincible, but near invincible, which I like.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: I think the exit from the ring was good because uh, it really played into his size.
0: Yeah, that was believable.
1: It was believable. Whereas um, not Ivar, but the other one that went out at the same time as Ivar. Uh, Bronson uh, Reed? Yeah, yeah, Bronson Reed. Uh, you could tell he had to kind of put his leg over. It was not a good exit.
0: Yeah, he had uh, a little Ivar's help there where they had the, it's like, oh, you suck at this. Let me force you over so it looks better.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, whereas Ivar was like, "Let me fling myself into fucking oblivion." Yeah, and I loved every moment of it. Ivar, I uh, you, you get you put on a good performance, brother. I mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah, um, I was not disappointed by either the men's nor the women's. I just, despite the ending, which I believe the ending was fucking amazing, the women's rumble was better.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna agree. Surprisingly, not a lot of returning legends uh, at either Rumble. Mm -hmm. I think this is like the first time in history there wasn't a like legend in the women's Rumble at all.
1: Well, you were expecting DDP, were you not? Uh, And we got we got him in the backstage area.
0: Yeah, in the audience. Yeah, he's in the audience. He gave. He was at the presser.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I was also surprised that there was not as many. Like legends or anything like that coming in to mm-hmm. shake things up, but I'm also really fucking happy for it. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, they've got um, a big enough roster as is.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm sorry, but like both Jade and and Naomi, they like and Bailey mm-hmm. stole the fucking show. The three of them.
0: Yeah. Although, how great was it seeing uh, Jordan Grace show up in the Women's Rumble from TNA? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's I, the, Pure muscle packed on top of muscle, and just ready to fucking rock,
1: bro. When she came out, she was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. let's do this!" I was like, "Yes, get it, girl, get in there." Like it was just uh, uh, what's her face that the the one that's the the comic relief. She lasted five seconds last Royal Rumble. She lasted like oh Chelsea a Green, yeah, Chelsea Green. I thought she did a great job too. Yeah, selling her character. I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, I loved when what's her face caught her and set her down on the steps. Oh like, yeah, that was adorable. That was an mm-hmm. adorable moment, and it really it kind of brought some light heartedness that was needed mm-hmm. in the moment to all the craziness going on. It, the women's rumble was just it was fucking awesome, and I'm really happy WWE did it.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm surprised about one thing in particular at the men's rumble, and no, I'm not talking about Andrade. I'm talking about Kofi. He didn't have, like, a crazy save this year. I mean, after uh-huh. sure they at least attempted it, it didn't work. But this year, they didn't even attempt it.
1: Nothing. I was really surprised by that. I want, part of the wonders is, because when you look at the fall, it doesn't look forced on his mm-hmm. end. No. And it makes me wonder if maybe he was supposed to put his footing down in a certain way, and he messed up and ended up going all the way over, and he wasn't supposed to go that early. We're going to have to find out yeah. later on. But he had a great entrance regardless, but it mm. was
0: too soon. It was way too soon. Yeah, I love me some fucking Kofi Mania, man. That guy's Is, too good. He's so much fun. He's, he's so likable. He's two
1: rumbles away now from the most uh, appearances, I think.
0: Yeah, I think he's... I'm, next. The next one he's he'll be in, he'll uh, be tied with Kane. So he has to do one more after that, yeah.
1: Okay, to beat him? Okay.
0: I think so, yeah. yeah. Kofi, if
1: am yeah, either way, if, even if it's a two away, either way, Kofi, you stick it out, you beat Kane, you take him off that that fucking mm-hmm. tier, and then drop like, in a couple more. You, yeah, you can get rid of that horrible human being and you take that top spot, brother, because you've earned it. Not only that, I saw a clip the other day where Kofi's like, Yeah, I would love to wrestle the young Bucks, and I was like, Yes, and freaking biggie's like. <laughs> what'd you do why'd you say that I'm like yes. yeah I want to see this happen so, dude New Day versus fucking
0: Young Bucks brother I would die I would dude it'd be so good die. fucking Usos versus Bucks bro Usos versus bro. Bucks super yes. kicks uh, okay. for days they would just be nothing but super kicks for like 30 minutes
1: the boys did good in the rumble today or yesterday too yeah God, they I'm started it. Usos they,
0: yeah
1: and they held their own it mm-hmm. was a good and for them, yeah. like their
0: comedy relief was worth it. Dude, Jimmy is the most unserious man in the business.
1: No, <laughs> like, oh, bro.
0: Dap, up. Dap it up. Dap
1: it up. Brother, <laughs> yes. oh, such a good if any of you haven't seen The Royal Rumble, um, uh, you yeah. can check it out on Peacock. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. It was a good Rumble. It's one of those that's gonna make you happy to watch wrestling again. I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. At least wrestling from WWE standpoint.
0: Yeah, it felt good. It was Uh, good. Yeah. um, I think this is a good place to call it a day or night, so to speak. Um, It was a good night off. I'm I'm happy we got that off our chest. I feel like this is the start of a healing process, hopefully, for the victim, Miss Janelle Grant. And we wish you the best. Um, Yes. Once again, link in the description for... Uh, background information for resources for people who are victims themselves. Uh, we love, respect, and believe you. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, instead you of doing like one. the usual, I do um, to hold you up. yeah. Instead of the, doing the usual rigmarole, just find somebody you care about today. Tell them you love them. That's cute.
1: I yeah. think that's really good. Yeah, you know, boys, I just want to tell you, I love you both.
0: I love you too. I love you too, Walsh.
1: And I love all of you who I'll have guess listened, who have watched. You're all amazing. Thank you mm-hmm. for even paying attention to us for the time that you do. I do really appreciate it. Uh, it's, very, uh, it's very
0: heartwarming. Yeah.
1: And, and we'll see uh, you
0: uh, on your next night off. Good night, everybody. Yeah.